Welcome everyone to Orenthal Redux. We are re-releasing our original short series Orenthal with new editing and music. Three years ago, we started our podcast with this actual play, with no idea of where it would lead. Taking place over a hundred years before our current actual play adventures, our characters in Orenthal looked for clues and hunted for a secret foe who instigated devious plots within the city. I'm Tony, the Dungeon Master of the campaign, and with me here are the following players. Hi, I'm Adam. I'm going to be playing Sildan. He is a Way of the Kensei monk, uh, and he's a wood elf. Hi, this is Bethany. I'm playing Saria, who is an ASMR Order of the Immortal mystic. I'm Rachel. I will be playing Kalima, the cleric domain of the grave. Hey, I'm Nick. I'm playing Tor, the dwarven inquisitive rogue. I'm Chris. I will be playing the human wizard Daryl Mavis. And we would all like to welcome you to Orenthal. Orenthal Redux, Episode 3. Who is this Melika? Previously in Orenthal, the party finds themselves at a meeting with Vral Humblefire, leader of the Shadow Wolves, and Gerbo Garrick, spymaster of the Royal Court. The group discovers that all of them have been affected by a secret organization known as the Whispered Ones, who seem to be linked in some way to the recent mysterious disappearances of several individuals. The players learn that Saria had essentially been raised by this group, but knew little about them. Kalima's former, supposedly dead, squad mate was seen conversing with a known member of this group. Sildan's master may have been killed by them, as well as Zoxiara, the former headmistress of the Academy of the Arcane. Vral even admitted that he unknowingly helped the Whispered Ones when he was paid to smuggle a dwarf named Trabon out of the Thessan Kingdom, a dwarf who was apparently linked with Tor's former research. Tor, meanwhile, potentially worries that his memory may not be as reliable as he believed, as the old woman he had spoken to, Biagosto, is in fact only a fairy tale, and the coin he had given her was still in his pocket. We pick back up with the party as the meeting comes to a close. So, at this point you guys have finished your meeting with Vral and Gerbo, and decided that you're willing to help and look into this. Vral did ask you... Where will you be headed? Anybody have any preference to where we start? No, simply wherever you go, I will look elsewhere. I want to investigate the Melik situation. The other seems so... Unstable? Un- yeah, so disconnected undefinite. from reality. <laughs> There's no defined an- like definite answer or information for that one. It seems like chasing a ghost. Alright, then we will start with uh, the Melik. Works for me. Uh, are we ready to go? Uh, well, we've got the manacles. Was there any other equipment anyone needed? Well, since they don't have any extra shadow mastiffs, I guess not. <laughs> Does Daryl seem a bit bitter or huffy about that? <sighs> Disappointed. More of a sigh. Aww. Disappointed, really. <laughs> he doesn't get to study them. Yeah. All right, so let's go to where we last heard Melik was and see what we find, I guess. Does that sound good, Kalima? It does. Also, it's Melika, but... my. Sorry. Daryl's going to ask, who is this Melik? <laughs> and now you have, now you have him doing it. Melika. 
I know. Yeah. What? Well, let's all Who practice is saying Melica. 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 Is uh sitting there still, or are you walking out? I would probably be walking yeah, out. I would walking. say it as we're going. Yeah, because we we know where we're headed. We can all just yep. start making our way there. I'll sort of bow to Gerbo and out of character. What's Vral. his name? Vral. Sorry. Uh, no, I'm Vral. sorry. Vral. Yes. Vral. 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 So kind of like the arms and bow. Um. And then leave. Saria would want to bring up. Are we trying to be at all unobtrusive in as we make our way there? Well, I don't think that we should go around singing, but I don't know if we necessarily need to make effort to be super stealthy. You just don't draw attention to each other. Okay. Tony, I'm gonna switch my focus to my diminution discipline. Okay. Would you like to explain what having the focus does? Yes, the focus gives me advantage on stealth checks. Alrighty. So, I'm not going to try to disappear entirely or anything, but I'd like to move unobtrusively. Are the streets crowded as we're starting to make our way out of the building? As you're making your way out, the area you're in, there's a few people about, but for the most part, it seems people have gone to taverns or homes. Yeah, it's like nighttime. It's it's night. Like, you, you hear conversation coming out of a few uh, run-down taverns, but for the most part, no, there's not a lot of people about. Okay. At this point, you guys do exit through the fake wall and enter out into the night. The cold air gets to you once again, uh, stepping out from the, the fire. Looking up, you do see it is rather a, a lot of stars out in the night sky. Clear, clear nights with the moon high up in the, the air. Can I make a stealth check? Go ahead. Just to, to be unobtrusive. Oh, I rolled a 19 and a 20. Oh, darn. No, I'm just like, oh, I couldn't have saved those for something more Oh, useful. gosh. How terrible. <laughs> more evidence of your imperfection. <laughs> <laughs> So that's a that's a twenty seven. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I'll make one too. Not that it could compare. You're stealthy. Go ahead. <laughs> I have a plus six. I literally can't match that. Oh. Sure, I'll well. I'll go as well. <laughs> Kalima's not. She's just walking. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Nineteen total. Twenty total. That. Okay. So, I think Daryl was asking more about this, Melica. So she'll just kind of quietly. He was a, another member of my unit, and um, most of the unit was eventually destroyed, and only him and I remained. And I returned to the ranks of the healers, where he returned to the front line, and I was under the impression he had been killed in combat. Was he also a cleric? He was. Did you follow the same deity? Yes, we did. What is the deity that you follow? Kelimvor. He's the god of death. So, can I make a check to see if I know anything about the her deity? Uh, roll a religion. You know, I'll, I'll make one as well. Because I asked. Yeah, sure, I'll do it. Sure, I'll do one. Ooh, total of five. <laughs> Thirteen. Nineteen. I got a total of twenty. Nice. Alright, so, Kelimvor is known as the Lord of the Dead and Judge of the Damned. He is a deity that tends to be there at the point of death. Not that he has influence over undead, more just the passage through. And he tends to hate undead as seeing it as an abomination upon the material plane. So would we don't think that his followers are like kind of emo or? <laughs> <laughs> I 
The followers tend to be very focused on following law and order and the way that things are. Some of them could be. Okay. They don't tend to be a happy bunch. <laughs> We're okay. dealing with dead and undead and those things. So I, I guess you had mourned your friend and honored his passing. Uh, as much as I could have in the heat of battle, yes. But it's more just being unsure as to how he made it out and why he didn't seek me out for to, you know, reconnect. But he's someone you you trusted. Yes. Can I insight check her? I, I kind of want to insight check her as to, like, if she's withholding any sort of, like, other emotional... Go ahead. Distress. Okay. Right, I gotta roll a uh, deception yep. then. Yep. I would also like to insight. Uh, that is 17. 15. 15. So, I guess you both would pick up that I'm probably not telling everything. And probably... Yeah, she's, she's not like, telling you all of it. Yeah, definitely not telling everything. And definitely, like... I may have at one time trusted him, but now I'm unsure, maybe? Because that whole him coming back from the dead part of it, maybe? Yeah. So, so, so then we'll just go, so you were lovers, no? Cool. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, brief pause, almost like skipping a step. Uh, no, not lovers. Just part of the same unit on the battlefield. Ah, my apologies. It's okay. It's, that's just a direct line to draw on not much information. Look <laughs> <laughs> at you like you are uh, I don't I don't know if you picked up on it, but I don't quite get your customs very well at times. Um that's completely fine. Perhaps that that's more common where you're from, Sylvan. Uh, I, my my parents used to tell me very, very, very bad stories. You shouldn't tell children. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Intrigued now. Yeah, tell us more about that, Sildon. I would not like to go into it at this moment. Uh, let's continue pressing on. Oh, okay. I think I heard of your unit once, Klima. There was a lot of cooperation at that time between our two kingdoms. Yeah, I believe there was between our group and your clan. That, or at least my, my former clan, yes. What do you mean former clan? I thought dwarves were in their clans for life. Normally, as you know, my research was stolen, and it was also sabotaged in such a way that I was banished. That's terrible. Hopefully this will reverse that. So, question to the DM. Do I have any idea how long it'll take us to get to where we're going? Like, ten minute walk? Three hour walk? I would imagine being part of the city No, since there's no one currently in the streets not busy, it shouldn't take you more than about 15-20 minutes. Okay, okay, good. Just wanted to make sure um, that we weren't, like, embarking on an incredible journey. Nope. <laughs> I didn't bring... <laughs> going on an adventure! <laughs> well, we are going on an adventure. We're going on a trip in our favorite rocket oh, ship. Oh, man. That takes me back. So, I guess we've all have something shameful in our past, or something we'd rather not have people know, except Daryl. What? We have not heard much about you. This is true. Well, um, I study at the academy, um, studying to become a wizard. I spend a lot of my time, uh, pretty much in the library. So I'll sling my arm around him, and I'll be like, <laughs> yes, but who is Daryl? <laughs> I, I am Daryl. I, I thought I made that clear. No, 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 no. Who are you on the inside? <laughs> <laughs> well, 
mostly carbon. Um, there's, there's a lot of water that tends to make up the human being. No, no, no. Who are you? Not what are you? Oh. Uh, I don't really understand the question. Where are you your from? Your hopes, your interests. I'm, I'm from Orenthal. I'm originally actually from the uh, the Lower Hills, but... Uh, Whoa, you're I from was, the Lower Hills and you're going to the Academy? Like it was hinted by Vral, I knew the old uh, headmaster and brought me under her wing and allowed me to study at the Academy. Huh. Zuxiara. That one. So, I don't know if the rest of you guys know this, but most of the people that go to the Academy are from the more wealthy districts. Why would that matter? They all paid to get there as opposed to maybe getting there on their own talent. So this is an exclusive place where you go to gain new information but it is not shared freely between the people? Well, I've been allowed to go there and I haven't paid anything to be part of it but I'm not training to be a wizard so that's a separate piece but anyone can go and access the library. Interesting. Where I come from, information is shared between people at just the request. It is general practice, as you would say. Hmm. Some knowledge is more dangerous than others. Yes, but we believe that if you know all of everything, then you can prevent it even if it is dangerous. Seems a bit naive. That is your stance on it. Do people tend to describe you that way? Me? Yeah. Well, not really. I haven't had many interactions with other people outside of the monastery. So you're a monk? Yes. Yeah. What brought you to Orenthal? Just looking for information after your master was killed? No. So, as I told you, my parents were traveling artists. They're very free spirits. (laughs) A while ago, we were traveling and we were on set by some bandits. My master, Beryl, is actually the one who came upon us and saved us. His skill and grace in battle drew my attention instantly, and I wanted to learn from him. So you decided to join his order? Yes. And that's where you remained until he was killed? Yes. We train in combat, so it's very rigorous, and we have to stay in the same place. I still have some little ones that I'm trying to raise money so they can repair the monastery. While you guys are talking, Tor... Kalima and Sildan, you notice a few figures moving between buildings around you. Okay, I'll make a perception check then. Me too. 16. 29. (laughs) (laughs) So, with your 29, you notice they look haggard, and it seems like they're attempting to circle you. Okay, do I notice that with my 16? With your 16, you notice that as well. Okay. Tor would immediately try to whisper that. Can I kind of sort of sneak away and try and get behind one of them? You can attempt to. Okay. Yeah, Tony, do I pick up on the rest of this? Uh, By this point, they're being kind of obvious. (laughs) Okay. Okay. The shadowy figures or us? (laughs) That you guys are, like, three of you suddenly just started looking around. And Tor does whisper that, you know, it looks like they're trying to circle. And he does draw his crossbow and just ready kind of a bolt in case anyone attacks. So, Tony, I'm going to activate my miniature form ability. (laughs) Alright. As you guys are walking through, the figures start to come out a little bit more in the open. A couple from different alleyways. And as this is all happening, Tor, you begin to pull the bolt back 
Uh, Sildan, you back away and start to begin to circle, moving at a slower pace to try and get around the figures. Can I pull out my shield and mace? I would say your shield's already in hand, so you can just, yeah, you pull out your mace. Tony, do I need to make a new stealth check or do I get to add the bonus to my existing one? Make a new stealth check. Because basically your entire situation- I a 20. Wow. (sighs) Okay, so that makes it a 32. So as uh, these individuals are beginning to come around, Saria just suddenly shrinks. She just what? drops into a tiny form. Like how tiny are we talking? Literally like tiny. A tiny creature. Like I'm like cat sized. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm behind them now. Uh, have they noticed me? Do they notice me? As far as you can tell, no. And as they're coming around, one begins to go towards the center. Okay, can I grab the one that's closest to me on my left? Grab my blade and put it to its throat and then yell, what are you all doing here? All right, make an athletics check. Athletics? What? That is grapple. Ooh, that is a 22. Yeah, you uh, you wrap an, an arm around his, uh, his chest and shoulders, put the blade to his throat, and call that out. As you do, you see them all draw um, scimitars. And the one that was facing all of you says, Just give us your coin and your food, and you can walk out of this alive. You really do not want to do this. You are all going to need to roll initiative. Oh, I wanted to move before initiative, can I not? You get one move. Okay, oh, and so basically, sorry, I would have skulked around towards the back where she could be kind of close to a couple of the enemies, but where they wouldn't have seen her slide past them. Okay, so done. Okay, so I've currently got the, the, the guy uh, to the left of me grappled, right? Yes. Am I able to like sort of spin around him and like with still within like his five meter range without moving him? You want to circle him? Yeah, basically I want to just like still be grappling him and go right here. Yeah, you can do that. Okay, so then I want to go ahead while I have him grappled, kick the guy to the bottom left. Okay, so uh, as you're coming up, you have this uh, this one building beside you, and this one dirty, scarred individual is coming up. You begin Grapple. to circle the one you grappled and come around. That is a 20. This guy starts to rush around the corner, and as you cir- quickly circle, grabbing the, the target you have grappled, you spin and land a kick straight into his gut. Okay, and that is nine damage. And then I'll go ahead and stunning strike him. Nine damage, all right. Uh, so he has to make a con save against my DC of 14. 14? Okay. So you spin and kick and kick him straight into the gut. He doubles over for a second, coughs, but he stands up and is unstunned. Okay. And then I will just... Can I swing at the guy that I have grappled? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I will do that. 21. Yeah. No problem. Seven. Seven damage? Yeah. All right. And you're, it's another arm, unarmed strike, right? Yes. Uh, no, that's with my sword. So oh, okay. one with my free hand and then the other one with my... Yeah. So after spinning, landing the kick into the the first thug's gut, you turn, slide the blade as he tries to shift and stab into his shoulder. Okay. Cool. Um, I think when you use the attack action with an unarmed strike as a monk weapon, you can make one unarmed strike as a bonus action if you haven't already taken a bonus action this turn. Yes. Uh, stunning strike doesn't count as a bonus action, right? That is correct. Okay, cool. Because this way it doesn't use a key point. And then I'll also... Ooh! <laughs> Who were you attacking? The guy I grappled. Okay. 
So not 20, 14. All right. So you all watch as Sildan rushes up after grappling him, spins, kicks the first thug that is coming around the corner of the building, turns to stab his grapple target in the shoulder. And as he releases his hold on, on the back of uh, the, the individual's neck, his leg shoots straight up, slamming into the underside of the target's chin, and he just crumples to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's the end of my turn. All right. Do we have the impression that that guy is out of the fight? He is down and out. Daryl. All right. So it looks like they're definitely coming to attack us now. Their blades are drawn. They look like they're coming after you. Would that okay. activate my reaction, or will that be after Daryl's turn? Because uh, you did say you were going to shoot if they came at you. Go ahead and make an attack real quick. It'll be against the one that's facing us. The one that actually came up to the front of all of you and threatened you. Yeah, that'll be uh, an 11 to hit. An 11. All right. So you fire the bolt and it does hit. Oh, I'm shocked. Okay. 10 damage. All right. The bolt fires. And as he begins to take a step towards you, it just slams dead center of his forehead and he falls. (laughs) Okay, then. All right, Daryl, it is your turn. All right. Now that I I see that they're definitely coming at us, I will go ahead and and cast Flaming Sphere, and I will cast it in between those two. The ones behind you? Yeah, behind me. All right. So you turn and focus your energies, the arcane magic flowing through you, and you release your spell, causing a ball of fire to appear between two of the individuals that were circling around you. And I will also move over so that I have the other two players on either side of me for protection. Torin Kalima. So, Daryl, after forming this flaming sphere, you rush between Tor and Kalima. And anything else? You know what? I will use my bonus action to smack it into the guy furthest from uh, Saria. Well, you don't know gotcha. where I am. but You actually don't know where she is. But yes, he is the one on the outskirts of the fight. Yes, I will smack it into him. All right, so then he has to make a dexterity saving throw. All right. And he needs to beat a... Don't worry about it. (laughs) All right, so roll your damage. Is that on his turn? Isn't that on his own turn? No, because he's using his bonus action to roll the sphere into him. Gotcha, sorry. Yep. All right, so nine damage. All right. So, flaming ball of sphere goes. This thug just turns suddenly, not expecting it as it plows into his legs. You hear a burning uh, sound coming from him as he just... "Ah!" But he's still standing. Alright, so, now it's one of them gets to actually do something. (laughs) As uh, one turns to face uh, Utor, who shot what appears to be their potential leader, rushes up scimitar drawn as he takes a swing at you. Okay. And crits. (gasps) Oh. Oh. As he rushes up, you are beginning to reload your crossbow, and he takes a solid swing, carving into your side. You take 12 points of damage. Okay. As he goes for another swing, this one, however, just swings and misses. Tor? Okay, well, I'm at disadvantage if I'm within five feet and doing a, a ranged attack. Yes, you are at disadvantage right? if you are in melee with an enemy. Okay. What I would do then is I would disengage... I would take a step back in a way and kind of diagonally end up next to Sildan. So Sildan, having revealed himself, you quickly push away from this thug and rush at an angle away from him. 
lining up your shot as you go. And the one that attacked me is hopefully about to get a crossbow bolt in the face. So, will a 25 hit if <laughs> yeah, an 11 fine. did? Okay. And rolling damage. Five. All right. So a solid shot slams into his chest. He staggers for a moment and just turns to look at you. A, a bloodlust in his eyes. I will position myself behind Sildon okay. for now. Or actually, he would he would go kind of into this corner here. Okay, so time. rushing back, he puts his back into the wall of the building and begins to reload for his next shot. Saria. All right, Saria sees that this guy has a crazy bloodlust for uh, Tor for some reason, and she is going to, ah, with her tiny little form, go right again. Uh, <laughs> brandishing her short sword and frostbrand scimitar and take a slash at this guy with her with her scimitar. Okay, you have advantage because um, he didn't know you were I there. A, it's going to be a total of 21. Yeah, that hits. Okay, so that's going to be a total of 10 points of damage. Okay, so you rush up. <laughs> uh, blades drawn and your first slash into his leg actually causes him to topple and bring him down closer to your height as you bring the blade across right across his throat and drop him. Okay, and I'm gonna then scurry across to the one who's behind Daryl and appears to be menacing him, and instead of attacking, I'm gonna use my toppling shift ability. (laughs) So I shrink myself down to an even smaller size, suddenly return to normal, sending him flying backward. Why are you Ant-Man? So, (laughs) basically... You lose all sight of her. You know where she is, but then she just shrinks even farther out of your potential uh, ability to see her and suddenly reverts back to a medium build, causing him to start to stumble, but he holds his ground. Ah! I'll just yell in that guy's face. Just, ah! <laughs> um, <laughs> if only. You just see utter shock on the guy's face and looking at you like, what are you? And I'll brandish my swords at him in a very menacing fashion. Your normal can size. Can Sildan just yell out, most impressive. <laughs> 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 All right. So the uh, the one you had kicked that was coming around the building, Sildan, has his blade drawn and takes a swing uh, and lands a hit. As he does, he slices into your side, dealing nine points of damage and goes for a second Oof. swing and hits again. With this one, you're a little more prepared and are able to uh, minimize the damage, taking only four points. Okay. That is his turn. All right. The one that is currently engulfed in some flame (laughs) is going to... In a ball of fire. (laughs) Rush up and uh, take a swing at you, Daryl, who had tried to set him on fire and actually misses. uh, You take a step back as the blade comes across and he goes for his second swing. And misses again. The one over here is going to move up and try to go for you, Kalima, being the closest target to him. Yeah, he swings. You bring your shield up and it slams against it. He goes for another attack. This one, though, he slides just barely underneath your grip and uh, cuts into your arm, dealing nine points of damage. I'm rolling a one or a six on the damage die, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Like every time it's nine points of damage That is his turn Yeah the one that you just are screaming in his face Sorry I was just going to take a swing at you And miss He takes another swing And misses Just two just You just nimbly dodge out of the way of both strikes Using one blade to parry it aside Yeah And then the one way over 
Silver, the farthest one from you that tried to uh, circle around with his boss, comes up right up to Daryl, rushing forward, his blade drawn, and t- tries to uh, tries to hit him and succeeds this time. What he you said he, he does hit you. Me. I'm going to cast shield as okay. a reaction, so that raises my AC by Wait, five. Did you do a seventeen. Uh, All right. Yes. He hits you. Oh no! But you get to keep the but shield. But the shield is up. You bring the shield up, but his blade comes just barely a second too quick and cuts into you, dealing four points of damage. And then he goes for his second strike. This one, however, bounces off the shield that you created to no effect. Daryl, I need you to make a concentration check on your flaming sphere. I think I have advantage because of Warcaster. Yeah, it was an 18. Yeah, okay. DC for all that is either 10 or half of the total damage, whichever is higher. Kalima. Um, you find yourself su- partially surrounded, Daryl at your side, and Saria just behind you. She's going to start basically, like, chanting. Okay. Mass healing word. That's okay. Mass healing word. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And you can get everybody with that, I believe. The seven hit points that everybody's regained. That was my bonus action. So then I'm just going to try to bring my mace down on the guy that attacked me. So you focus your energy, grab your holy symbol, and release a burst of healing energy that uh, shows the cuts and scars from your allies start to close and mend as you bring your mace down. <laughs> 20 total to hit. Nice. Yeah, that'll hit. All this damage I'm about to do. Three points of damage. So you <laughs> smack his arm and you see he just ah, holds it, shakes it off, but hurt. Sildan. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and slash at the guy that is directly to the right of me. Okay, so your blade drawn, you reach out. And that is a 24. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 11. So with that, you just quickly slide the blade right between his ribs. You see his eyes go wide for a moment, and he just starts to fall to the ground. Okay. Then I'm going to run over here to the left uh, behind the, the two people in front of Daryl and Kalima. Right, so rushing to the center of the street, you circle the thugs that are there. I'm going to go ahead and kick the one that's right in front of Daryl. Okay. 19. That hits. Eight points of damage. All right. So you rush up. The Your leg goes out and slams into this guy's back. He staggers, turns to look at you. And then I'm going to spend a key point and use Flurry of Blows. All righty. Okay, I'm gonna <laughs> attack the one right in front of me. Uh, right uh, in front of me again. The one between you and Daryl. Yeah. Uh, that is going to be. Ooh, it's not as good. It's 14. 14 hits. All right. So that is eight points of damage. All right, your fist goes out and you slam it as he turns to look at you. You just hear a crunch as he suddenly his head shoots back and he falls crumpling to the ground. Okay, and then I will turn diagonally and attack the one in front of Kalima now. Go for it. That is going to be 18. 18 hits. Yeah. Edge, that is, oh, it's a one. Five points of damage. All right, your leg comes up, slams into the guy's ribs. You see him start to topple over. He almost falls, but he stays up. Okay. That brings us to Daryl. All right, so first thing I will use my bonus action to smack the guy who had escaped from my flaming sphere before. All right, so deck save. Yep. Roll your damage. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, oh. 11 damage. (laughs) All right. 
you watch as the uh, flaming ball of sphere rolls up. Um, the thug who had been coming at you, trying to take you down, just couldn't hit you. His frustration, no attention on this thing as it suddenly hits him in the back and you see him fall and the smell of uh, just a burn comes to your nose. But you do not see him. Oof. And suddenly my back feels very toasty. Good thing I'm not wearing plate armor. I'd be baking. <laughs> yep. So then I will cast pyrotechnics on the flaming sphere and cause it to do uh, fireworks. So reading the description for that, uh, the target explodes with a dazzling display of colors. Each creature within 10 feet of the target must succeed on a constitution saving throw or become blinded until the end of your next turn. Does that include us? Yes. Oh, man. Wait, am I within 10 feet? No, you're not. Okay. You're not. However, Saria, Daryl, and Kalima all are. What's the save? It would be a 15. Oh, uh, what no, type? I think it was a con save. Oh, uh, yeah. Constitution save. Oh, oh, oh. 17. 23. There's my nat 20 of the night. <laughs> hey, nice. you should not blinded. <laughs> I fail my own save. So you become you become blind. You're like, ooh, yep. And then I would like to kind of stumble to my right to just basically move away from the heat. <laughs> you burst this, this this flaming sphere, focusing on trying to blind the enemies around you. Wind up blinding yourself as the flash hits your eyes. Saria, you and Kalima. Perfectly fine. <laughs> you feel a little little toastier, but you're okay. The one in front of you, Kalima, looks fine. The one that you were screaming at, Saria, however, suddenly grasped his eyes. Uh. Uh, Daryl, as you do start to move away, the one in front of Kalima tries to take a swipe at you. Yep. And hits. I will cast shield again. Okay. You bring the shield up, but not being able to see, you had a hard time figuring out the strike, and he still lands it solidly on you. Man. You take six points of slashing damage as the blade comes across. That brings us to Tor. All right. So because Sari is within five feet of the one. The one she's screaming at? Yeah. Um, (laughs) I'm able to do my sneak attack. I won't need advantage on the roll to do that. That is correct. Okay. So I'll I'll go ahead and make an attack at, at him. 17 to hit. That hits. Okay. Sneak attack. 24 points. Oh, jeez. Oh. All right. So you're back to the wall. You see the, the figure next to Saria holding his eyes, uh, having them burned. You aim your shot, focus, release, and watch as it hits the side of his head, and he just topples. I'll move kind of down toward the others a, a bit, but also trying to give myself a shot. Should I need it, I probably won't. So you rush up, circle around Daryl as he's stumbling about in the center of the road. You circle around him and start to load your bolt and line up a shot at the only remaining thug. Saria. All right, so I'm going to move up to this guy here, the only one left who's menacing Kaliba. He's not looking great, right? He's basically on one knee right now. I'm going to try to do my uh, toppling shift again to kick him backwards. Okay, strength save. DC 16. And what happens to him if he fails? Not that that maybe just happened. He flies backward five feet and is falls prone as I do my Ant-Man ability. So <laughs> you shrink and regrow suddenly, almost slamming into him. He's startled by the sudden shift, is pushed back, and you see him trip over his own feet 
and slams down on the ground. And then I'm gonna take a swing at him with my scimitar. With advantage. With advantage. <laughs> wow, that's a great combo. Jeez. Right. So one of those was a one, so yay for advantage. That's gonna be a total of 20. <laughs> All right, so you bring it down. How would you like to do this? Yeah. But I didn't tell you my damage. It's not gonna matter. Go ahead. <laughs> it was on Doesn't matter minute. if I, I rolled minimum damage. Doesn't matter. Hey. Okay. So with my whopping <laughs> six points of damage, I'm just going to slash him across the throat. So as he drops to the ground, you see him reach up, start to try and block whatever's about to happen. As you just, and you all see as his throat gets cut, and immediately ice forms, and you hear a choking almost as he just drops. I did try to warn them. All right, you are out of initiative. So, uh, sorry, is going to suggest, I think we should search them to see if we can have an idea if they're working for some sort of organized gang. Well, yeah, I so agree. We should burn the bodies because... One is already burnt. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, do you want us to do investigation check, Tony? Yes, please. But in fact, Kalima, you kind of step away from the flaming sphere. Um, the heat's starting to get to you a little bit. Tony, I'm going to switch to my uh, nomadic mind discipline to get proficiency in investigation. 18. Six. I got a 12. 18. I'm busy dragging the bodies to a pile and just kind of yeah. looking at them as I drag them to a pile to be burned. Okay. Searching through the bodies doesn't take you too long. You find no coin, no food, nothing on them, but some just simple rags and such. The scimitars, but in the leader, the one who Tor had taken care of very quickly, you see a small note crumpled up, partially damaged and destroyed, but you're able to get a, a sense of what it had said to basically take care of anyone who approaches this area. Can we get a sense for if we recognize the handwriting or anything like that? Tor does look at it through his magnifying glass if that offers any kind of <laughs> bonus on sensitivity. That will lower the DC. <laughs> uh, okay. You can make an uh, investigation check. And he will pass the glass to whoever wants to use it. <laughs> uh, Sorry, okay. like, I've never known anyone who carries a magnifying glass with them. It's useful. Apparently. Investigation, so mm -hmm. 24. <laughs> Anyone else? Eight, 18 first, Saria. I'll kind of stand up from searching the bodies and be like, I will let you guys handle investigating uh, this note in any of these bodies. I'm going to go make a perimeter check to see if uh, those were the only ones. Sounds good. Okay, make a perception check. And I will get to you on that in a moment. So looking at the note, it's not any handwriting that you recognize. Based off your 24, it was written fairly recently. Do I get a sense of the style of handwriting? Like, if it, if it looks really, basically nicely written. Yeah, is it in common? Does it look like it was written by, like, a native speaker? Stuff like that? It's not a native speaker. It's very simplistic writing. Nothing fancy. So, Tor, you can relay that information to the group. But I want to jump over to Sildan, who I saw you got a perception check of 23. 23. 17 <laughs> on the die, plus 6. As you're moving about, you notice a squat figure hiding behind one of the buildings who, upon seeing you, immediately ducks around. So I'm going to just yell at the top of my lungs, I found something, I'm pursuing them. <laughs> and then I'll run after him. Full speed. What are the rest of you doing as he just called this out? I will run to where Sildon is. Okay. Yeah, you know what, I'll spend a key point. Oh, Why not? Where, I, where I heard him yelling from. To see if I can okay. catch a sight of whoever he's chasing. Yeah, I'll, I'll follow as well. 
I would still be trying to stack and burn the bodies. The bodies are actually burning already. By this point, you would have all you would have had them all gathered. And with one having already like essentially been on fire, that was easy enough. Okay. Yeah, I just want to make sure that they're burned so that they can't be brought back. Yeah. You take one more moment, Kalima, to just make sure that the bodies are going to be burnt enough and you, I assume, start to follow? Yeah, probably a little bit slower. Still glancing over my shoulder just to make sure. Okay. So, Sildan, easily you start to, you get to around the, the bend of the house quickly enough. And as you do, you notice the figures seems to be darting between buildings trying to, to break your line of sight. Mm-hmm. I need you to make another perception check for me as you begin chasing him. Sure. Uh, Tony, have I spotted the creature? Not yet. You're just catching up to Sildan by this point. Or rather, you're 19. catching up to where he was. 19? Mm-hmm. With a 19, you just barely see him trying to cross an alleyway between a couple of buildings. Sorry, you're actually catching up to Sildan, who had taken a, a moment to take a quick glance. If you want to make a perception check as well. Perception check? Okay. That is a total of... 13. Okay. You don't see anybody, but you suddenly, I'm assuming Sildan takes off. Yep. You are struggling to stay catching up with Sildan, darting between the buildings, keeping his focus. After just a couple of moments, Sildan, you quickly see a dwarven figure start to approach a house that is more foundation than building anymore. And you're 20 feet from him by this point. Okay. Saria, you're running as hard as you can, I I assume? Yes, I'm bolting. Sildan easily outpaced you, but you are keeping him in sight. He's not being stealthy, so that's easy enough. Daryl, Tor, you're following as quickly as you can. Kalima, you're a little ways behind, but keeping Daryl and Tor within line of sight so that you have all of you uh, know where each other are. Yep. As you see him, Sildan, he rushes up and suddenly seems to become almost gaseous as he suddenly becomes almost a mist-like form and sinks into the ground. Oh, Do I um, see this? Yes. You just catch up as you see like uh, some mist sink into the, into the foundation. Okay. I'm going to uh, use a psionic ability. Okay. I'm shifting my focus to aura sight and then I'm going to perceive the unseen. So I gained the ability to see auras of invisible or hidden creatures. I can see all creatures, hidden or invisible, regardless of lighting. For a moment, you do see an aura as it suddenly sinks below the ground and then seem to just proceed downward for a moment. Okay, so I'll tell Sidon, uh, yeah, whoever that is, they are disappearing into the ground. I can track their aura. All right, uh, we should wait for the rest of them and then explain what's going on. Uh, wh- who did you see? What did they look like before they... It looked like a small dwarven figure. I can't tell if it was a spell or if it's something else, but the body almost seemed to shift into mist and then go straight down. By this point, Terrell Dor, you are just arriving. Terrell Dor? Daryl and Tor. (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking at both your names at the same time. It's their celebrity couple name. (laughs) 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 All right, so... Uh, I guess I'll let Sildon explain what happened. Yeah, and I'll just explain that I I had found a small figure crouched uh, nearby uh, our battle, and then the instant I saw them, they took off running, and I followed after them. It looked to be a dwarf when I got close enough, and then missed. Yeah. 
So you couldn't draw the, the, the figure you saw? No, I'm sorry. That's all right. I mean, at least you got us some information about where they were going and the fact that they can disappear into the ground. Mm -hmm. That's weird. Daryl, do you have any idea how that could be done? Make an arcana check, I'm guessing. By this point, Kalima, you've arrived as well. Go ahead and make an arcana check. I'll be like, Kalima, apparently we're chasing a dwarf who can turn into gas and disappear into the ground. And Tony, you said this this building looked a little bit more structured and almost, I guess, stone bricky than all the other ones or whatever? I don't It seems to have a stone foundation, but it's not much of a building anymore. Almost all the walls are gone or crumbled into ruin. So you do see a foundation for a, a home or business, but not much else. Mostly a place... Can I... Go ahead. Make some sort of like investigation or like survival or something like that check to where I can tell if it was recent and then if it was made specifically as like fortifications. That's investigation and you're trying to see if this was made? Yeah. Okay. And like recently. I rolled a 14 for the arcana check. Okay. Based off of the description, it sounds like it's gaseous form. All right. Uh, It sounds like he used gaseous form. Would that allow him to slip into the ground? Because I looked over there, but it looked almost as if they went straight through the ground. They did. I I could see it happening. Well, since there's a lot of nitrogen in soil and nitrogen and its normal form is a gas, it would make sense that you might be able to do that. I haven't tried personally. Um, I also rolled an 11 on my investigation check. (laughs) It's a pretty ruined structure. (laughs) Uh, Question, Tony. Do I know anything about how common it is for dwarves to be spellcasters? Make an intelligence check. I would like to, as I come up, perception to see if I see anything else going on around us that we should be aware of. Go ahead. 21 on my intelligence check. Okay. Um, Dwarves do not tend to be spellcasters. All right. I will share that with the group. Hey, to my knowledge, dwarves are not usually spellcasters. Clerics, yes. Not arcane casters. Not arcane casters. So that's unusual that there be a dwarf who's an arcane caster. And Kalima, you were doing perception? Yes. All right. What'd you get? A 10. It's pretty quiet. Yeah. Um, and then, Daryl, you wanted to do something. Yeah, I wanted to try and cast Detect Magic, but as a, a ritual. Okay. It's going to take you 10 minutes. You begin to focus, gather the arcane energy. I'll kind of do what uh, Sildan was doing and, and looking for anything unusual at, at this structure. Okay. 22. Okay. So you're searching the area. The building itself looks like destruction happened some time ago, but it looks like part of it was moved. And as you start to look and explore, you notice an outline in the ground. Very faint, thin, potentially doorway. Hey, I I found a doorway. Before we go down there, does anybody want to... And she's going to, like, actually reach, and she has a staff with her, but it's kind of, like, slid between almost like her, I'm going to say, like, her backpack straps. So it's, like, just kind of, like, there. And she's going to pull out and be like, I can do some healing to make sure that we're all at least ready for whatever we're about to face. I I would appreciate some. I'm in good shape. Thank you, though. I know Daryl got hit a lot, so focus a little bit more on Daryl. I don't need much, but... I will use a cure wounds with the staff on each person that needs it. So I guess okay. that would be Daryl, Daryl, Tor, and Sildan. And Sildan. Automatically, Tor's fully healed because you have a plus four wisdom, right? I do. Next person I'll say is uh, Daryl. So you get seven hit points back. Perfect. Fully and healed. 
gets eight hit points back. Cool. Right. Kalima pulls out this golden staff and just focuses its energy and taps each of you <laughs> as all your wounds just go away. Thank you. Yep. I'm going to walk up to Kalima <laughs> and bop her on the forehead and say thank you. She looks stunned. <laughs> like what? <laughs> uh, it's not. It's not hard. It's literally like a light like, tap, like with two fingers. Boop. Like boop. she'll just kind of very curious look and nod. You're welcome. That was interesting. And on that note, that's where we're gonna leave this episode. Thank you all for joining us here in Orenthal. Please follow us on Twitter at Rules Is Written, and you can also find us on Podbean, iTunes, and Google Play. And we will see you all next time in Orenthal. Bye.